0: Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are gonna dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes, so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You're tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Bernick. Ooh, All right. So I am recording this post new moon, still in the shadow period, and the energy is intense and it's I don't know. I've been, what I've been feeling at this new moon has been a lot of call to just go inwards, to be a little bit quieter, to reignite creativity, to listen to my body and what I'm needing. And it's kind of been challenging to record this podcast episode today because I'm just not wanting to speak. My words are not fully wanting to come, but I'm trusting that The messages that are meant to come through this episode will in the highest and best way, and I'm sending love to each and every one of you. So hmm, without further ado, this episode, this is something that I've felt throughout my journey and my clients have often felt, friends have felt, and I've had a lot of conversations around this. And let me ask you. Do you just ever get tired of only love and light? Where there will be people that are highly spiritual and they're they're all all about love and light only. Don't worry, everything's always going to work out. Don't think that way, because if you look at the darkness, then you'll attract more darkness. And you don't want to do all of these things because then you'll be going backwards and you'll be attracting the wrong things. And you can't call a conflict conflict because that'll not serve you. And don't look at those dark parts because then, There'll be more darkness in your light or in your life, and you need love and light, and love and light, and stay in the light, and the joy. Just choose joy, be happy. Now, while none of that is wrong, it's also not entirely right. So You know, I've, I've definitely felt it. I was having a conversation with one of my clients the other day. She's so, so funny and amazing. And um, she was frustrated. She's like, I am tired of just the love and light bullshit, Um, you know, and and I totally get it. And, you know, it's so interesting because, and let me be very clear. I am not bashing love and light because I, myself, I do, I focus on love and light but that's not all there is because there are paradoxes there are dualities and you must be willing to look at the darkness and the things that are not working heal them and bring them into the light you can't you can't love and your love and light your way to healing you have to explore the darkness you have to explore the depths and you know i was guilty of this for many years where I did just focus on love and light. There was a point where I didn't even believe in evil and I have since changed my stance, but I also believe that good will out. I believe good is the most powerful force, like good, love, peace, joy. I mean, really, all of it is encompassed within love, but that is the most powerful force on this earth um, in our universe. But you have to acknowledge You have to acknowledge the dark. You have to acknowledge the other side of things. And I myself, when I first started my journey, looked only at love and light. Now, I do believe that this is important because if, especially if you are coming from a place where you lived in negativity or victimhood or your trauma, and that was the, the frequency that you operated at, then the most reasonable first step is for us to kind of completely flip the narrative. And that's how I did it. That's how a lot of my clients have done it. And I have friends like mentors where you go from the deep negativity the wounds, the traumas, the things that are holding you at a low vibration and you completely flip into love and light. And this is a learning process. It takes time and effort and practice to go from like that victim mentality, that trauma frequency, the, that negative heavy way of being into this feeling of love and light. It takes a lot of effort because you are unlearning patterns. Sometimes it's a couple of years of patterns, but most likely it's decades of patterns. And it can be a lot. It can be a lot to try to rewrite it because if you have been speaking to yourself, if your, your inner thoughts, your ego has been controlling the show, if within your life, you've always been taught to look at things one way, to rewrite the narrative is challenging because all of those old thoughts, all of those old patterns are going to come up to tell you you're not worthy, to tell you that that's not possible, to have you focus on all of the bad and what you, and all of the lack, what you don't have, instead of what you do have, instead of what is possible. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of effort. And I will never, I will never bash people who are living in love and light because they're on a part of their journey that is an integral part. At some point, though, you have to evolve past just love and light. And this is where, as especially as you are evolving into the next level of consciousness, into the next level of your growth. This is where only acknowledging love and light can feel annoying because it's like there's pieces of the puzzle missing. And the fact is, is that there are pieces of the puzzle missing. You, you can't love and light your way into the level of depth and growth and consciousness. You need to fully allow yourself to ascend. So the next part along your journey is going to be acknowledging, embracing and exploring the darkness and bringing it into the light. So the love and light is an integral first step. 100%. Had it not been for the love and light mentality and focus on only love and light, I would not be where I am today. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here because I would still be trapped in a victim and trauma cycle. I would not have experienced the deep healing that I needed to go through. So love and light is incredibly important and it has allowed me and And it has allowed people I know and my clients to overcome a lot of adversity. But again, there comes a point where that it's not enough. It's, it's not strong enough to get you through even harder things or even more like a deep, a deepening of soul growth. It's not enough because you're missing the depth. The love and light is, is all of the, it's like the beautiful fluff. It's like, it's like mother earth and the clouds in the sky and the sun shining and everything being bright and beautiful. But what you're missing is the rainstorms that nourish the earth. So while all of that sunlight, all of that brightness does in fact nourish at some point, it can be too much where it'll cause the drought so that's when you need those rainstorms to come in and those rainstorms that is the darkness that is the depth and you need those to come in to harmonize everything to allow deeper growth to allow things to be nourished and to to flourish so love and light amazing but yes it can get absolutely annoying when people don't evolve past it. And, you know, for some people, they will, they will stay in love and light. And that is where they will operate from. That is what they will teach. That is what they will help people with. But there will come a time when you will outgrow it. And I This is my own personal belief, but I do believe that if you are teaching love and light, there is a time when you're going to have to evolve past it, even to continue teaching it. Because otherwise you're going to be only accessing half of your gifts. It would be like loving someone without without allowing yourself to heal all of the deep love and wounds the like the the love trauma the not enough wounds because until we f- allow ourselves to heal we cannot fully love others because we are going to be looking to fill voids within ourselves so we have to actually allow ourselves to heal to grow in order to give even more love to others and and more authentic love. Remember that everything that we do, we are operating from a certain set of patterns, from a certain set of beliefs, and a certain set of perceptions. And the only way to change that is to heal things. And if we are not allowing ourselves to fully express ourselves, then we are not fully giving of ourselves to others. And we are not fully receiving from others. So we really do need to allow ourselves to go into the full expression of ourselves. And you can't do that if you are just looking at all the positives. The positives are important, but we cannot ignore, and I don't even want to call them negatives, but we cannot ignore the depths and the darkness. That is our shadow self. And remember that our shadow selves are all of the parts of ourselves that we would rather not be. And they are also the parts of ourselves that we're not fully willing to embrace in our, in our brilliant way. So there's the light shadow and the dark shadow. The dark shadow is parts of ourselves that we would rather not be that are unacceptable, that are no good. Even though those are just labels that we've put on them or society has put on them. And then our light shadow, that's, that's our brilliance, but it's our brilliance that we are not owning. So I'm sure you've heard the phrase, don't toot your own horn where you're not you're supposed to be humble, you're not supposed to brag about yourself and, and feel good about the gifts that you have and all of these amazing skills and just all of your amazingness. You're meant to dim your light. That's that's what we're we're told. You're not supposed to shine so bright. Don't draw attention to yourself. It's rude. It's bad. It's all of these things. So that's where our light shadow comes in is where we have these amazing, brilliant gifts and we are not using them or we're only using a fraction of them because whatever our fears are, whether it's afraid of, we're afraid of rejection or we'll be too much or we'll lose things um, or we'll be judged or whatever it is, whatever we're afraid of, we're only using part of what our gifts are and we're keeping the rest of it kind of in check so that we don't go into that fear zone. So we have to explore these parts of ourselves in order to be truly authentic in order to step into our full brilliance. And we have to be able to go within and look at the darkness, look at our shadows so that we can embrace it, heal it and integrate it so that we are whole again. And it's not that we are not whole. It's just that we're shutting parts of ourselves off. So it it would be like the electrical panel in your house. If you shut off parts of your electrical panel, your house is still going to function, but there's going to be some dead outlets. Maybe your fridge isn't turning on. Maybe you can't have lights in a certain room. So while everything's functioning, while your house is still whole, it's not optimal. It's not in its full power because you there's parts of your electrical panel shut off. That's the same with the shadow. It's the same with who you are as a human. It's just there's parts of yourself that you have shut off and you need to allow yourself to bring it back in to turn those parts of yourself on. And when you only live in love and light, when you're not embracing those other parts, That is exactly what you were doing, where there are parts of your, your electrical panel in your house that are, they're turned on, but not everything's there. So you may be functioning really well, but every so often you come across something that that's not working. And it's just because it's shut off. And this can be very frustrating to navigate, especially as you are leaving, once you are like, as you were leaving that kind of arena of love and light and you're going off into the wilderness to explore, it almost feels unsafe for you to go off and explore, but you know that you can't stay in the love and light because something's not jiving. You can, you can see and feel that there's parts missing, but you don't know yet What's missing? But you have to allow yourself to explore it. And again, it can be frustrating if you're trying to stay in that love and light. Everybody in the love and light that's very securely in there, that's not seeing any dissonance within it. They're gonna be like, no, you're crazy. Don't go on that journey. Don't leave the arena. Like, you don't wanna go out there. There might be a monster. There might be these things. Like, you're gonna get eaten by a bear. In the meantime, there may or may not be a bear and that bear, if it's out there, it might be like Winnie the Pooh might be friendly. Oh, bother! but those love and light people that are very strongly in that arena they're going to tell you everything. Like, don't go, don't explore that. That's not okay. You can't focus on that. You can't do these things, but you know that you have to go on that journey. And it can be very frustrating because you can try to explain to them what you're feeling, but because they can't feel it themselves, they're not going to understand it because they're not, they're not ready yet. So this is where you also have to have a lot of compassion for people because if they're not ready yet to feel that, to explore the wilderness, the darkness, if they're not ready to potentially meet a bear, then they're, they're going to just want to stay in the arena where it's safe. And they're, they're going to try to do everything to keep you safe. But you also know that safety is just what, whatever you perceive. And by going out and exploring this wilderness, exploring your shadow, you can find deeper power and safety, deeper strength. And you also find different ways of being. And, you know, part of going on the journey of shadow work is And I I said this earlier is, you know, love and light will get you so far, but then it becomes not enough. And where exploring your shadow, bringing the darkness into the light, that's where the strength of that and the gifts of that pick up where the love and light ends, where the love and light is no longer enough. Having those shadow parts that are reintegrated into you, that's where it becomes enough. So when there's stronger adversity, when you're being asked to step deeper into your gifts, into your purpose, when you're being asked to show up even more authentically in the totality of who you are rather than just parts, that's where doing this work will give you the power to do that the strength to do that, the understanding of how to do it and the great openness of heart to do it. If we are only focused on half of who we are, if we are only focused on the love and light, we cannot fully open our heart. It may feel like we are, but we cannot fully open it because we will not be able to understand not only our darkness, but other people's. And remember that hurt people hurt people. Everyone in this world is struggling with something. And we are all at different levels Levels of healing, of awareness, of wokeness. We're all at different levels. And in order to truly give love to people, we have to understand where they're coming from. And understanding does not mean condoning. You can love someone. You can understand where they're coming from. You can see their wounds and their traumas and the patterns that they are operating from. You can see the, and you can also see all of the good within them. You can see the totality of who they are and why they are currently the way they are and love them without condoning where they are. And this is where I, we get tripped, tripped up a lot is because we feel that people must fit into love and light. So they have to be good. They have to be doing, they have to check all of these boxes and they need to be acting and speaking a certain way in order for them to be worthy and all of these things. Like they're, they're, there's a bunch of preconceived notions that we come into. And really when we focus on those preconceived notions we're not allowing ourselves to love others because we're expecting we're holding them to certain expectations so therefore we are sitting in judgment but in order to let go of judgment we have to understand where people are coming from and we also have to understand that we are no different than who we are judging We really are. We are, we are no different than who we are judging. Every single one of us has the potential to be like anyone else on this planet. Because truthfully, we are not separate. We are all one. You may judge someone for their weight, for their appearance, for their beliefs, for their actions, but you have the potential and the ability to embrace and embody all of those. So there is no difference. When we look at it that way, there is no difference between us and the person that we are judging. So we have to let go of that judgment. And again, letting go of judgment, loving someone, understanding them does not condone their actions. You may believe that murder is terrible and You can continue to believe that for your entire lifetime. But you have to remember that you have the potential to murder. You have the potential to embody the very trait that you are judging. And I know it sounds absurd, but you can love and understand a murderer without saying that that action is okay. And I'm not saying murder is okay, but I'm saying we all have the potential to act upon it, to become that. It doesn't make the action okay, but we have the potential to be that. And it could be because of circumstances, upbringing, traumas. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what circumstances could potentially lead to that, but we have the potential to embody that. And although we may not embody it in this lifetime, there may have been a lifetime where you were someone who murdered someone. Until you explore that, you won't know. And, you know, even with past life work, you will, you'll never know for sure. You will just have to trust the understandings and messages and feelings and everything that comes through. Because we could turn around and say, you know, I, I did a past life regression and I learned all these things about myself. And, yeah, it's all bullshit everything, everything is like, everything's BS. Like none of it, none of it's real. None of it makes sense. The only thing that's real is what's exactly in front of my face. You could look at life that way, or you can trust the things that come to you. You can trust the messages that come to you because, you you know, as, as spiritualists, we are working with the intangible. We are working with things that typically we cannot see. I mean, sometimes we can see it with our physical eyes, mostly it's within our mind's eye or it's feelings or it's knowings, but it's intangible because how do we, how do we prove it to the world? It's not like we can hand someone a piece of paper as proof. It's not that simple. So there's a great deal of faith and trust that goes into this. So coming back, you have to understand people. You have to be willing to accept the potential of traits, of actions, of ways of being, of belief systems within yourself. It doesn't mean that you believe those things in that in this lifetime. It doesn't mean that you accept those things within this lifetime. It doesn't mean that you think th- that they're okay. It just means that you know that you have the potential to be that. And what it does is it takes away the charge of whatever it is that you are judging because everything is neutral until we give it meaning. That's why we have different beliefs in this world. That's why some people can view things as good or bad. You know, you, you look at, ancient times, wild west times. I mean, people would go around and murder and shoot people. Highlanders used to fight wars and it it was okay. Like all of these things at some point in time were okay. And then at some point in our current reality, it shifted where you can't just go around and like somebody gets in a fight, you murder them. It's like, because we, we, we deem it to be bad. We've created a set of morals, but in another circumstance that might've been okay. So everything is neutral until you give it meaning. So we have to come into this with an understanding a deep understanding of who we are and who we have the potential to be, who others are and who they have the potential to be. And we have to be able to look at the totality of someone. And this is why when, when people are only in the love and light and If you are listening to this episode and you have been only in the love and light this is one probably a call for you to start diving into the shadow and and two this is not a call out on you because it's not bad i started there many of us start there it's just part of the the journey it's part of our evolution But this is why you might get frustrated or annoyed by people that are only living in that love and light paradigm. Because you are craving, your soul is craving the depth. Your soul is craving to understand the totality of people, of this universe, of this lifetime. And you cannot do that if you're not embracing both the light and the dark. You know, so often our greatest fear is truly fear itself. what I mean by that is fear can encompass everything. It can be the thing that propels us forward. It can be the thing that holds us back, that pushes us to shine in some cases, that pushes us to dim, that pushes us to stay small, that pushes us to change. And with fear comes uncertainty. And from there, branches off everything So really, when we fear, we are fearing fear itself because everything comes, everything that will not fully serve us comes from fear rather than from love. And, you know, sometimes there are benefits to fear. but a lot of times it does just hold us back because from fear comes the uncertainty and the rejection and the unworthiness and the judgment and the consequences and the the punishments and the losses and the lack and the just the things that, that keep us small. The most simple thing is fear. And the other most simple thing is love. But love requires trust. Whereas with fear, we give our trust willingly, easily. It's so, it's so very interesting how easy it is, how easy it is for us to trust the fear instead of the faith, instead of the love. Can you imagine how different life would be, how powerful we would be if we took our trust and put it in love instead of fear, if we consciously made that shift, And part of making this shift, part of putting our trust in love is the willingness to explore this work, to explore the depths, to explore the uncertain, the uncomfortable, the things that we deem unworthy or not good enough. We must be willing to go there. So if you are ever feeling annoyed by love and light, by that simplicity, allow yourself to explore the depths so that you can bring Everything that is asking, begging to be healed, to be brought into the light. So you can allow yourself to actually bring those into the light, to bring them into your awareness, to bring them back into your heart. Because there is gifts. There are gifts in absolutely every part of you. You just have to be open to receiving them open to exploring them, understanding them. And that is where your power comes from. So if you are feeling this call, if you are wanting to explore this next level of growth, to do deep healing work, and you don't want to be doing it alone, reach out to me book a fade healing session. That is an amazing place to start because I help you bring these things up to the surface to be healed. And I help you heal them. If there's things that are getting in your way, I help you clear them. If you want to step into your power, I help you do that. So book a fade healing with me. You can do that through my website or through the link in my bio on Facebook or Instagram. And if you have questions, message me. I am always here. If you want me to explain deeper on another podcast episode, let me know what you want to hear about. I can't wait to connect with you. I can't wait to see you in my calendar and work with you and help you so much deeper. And remember that you are amazing. You are an incredibly powerful soul. And the world needs you, every single part of you. I love you, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.